Hey guys, I hope you are ready for another episode of the Impactful Income Podcast. My name is Adam Walsh, aka your host, and I'm also the owner of some six-figure online businesses. My goal with this show is to help you start and scale your own marketing business, whether you want to start a social media marketing agency or even a coaching or consulting business. I'm going to talk to you about the strategies and tactics that will help you build your own six-figure business alongside the crucially important mindset and personal development topics that will pretty much allow you to scale and make more money at a faster rate while also changing the lives of people in the process. Today, guys, we have quite an exciting one. We've got Leah, who is one of my students here in the Six Figure Accelerator program. And Leah has been in the program for probably a couple of months now. She'll introduce herself in a, in a minute and give you guys kind of like a background of where she's at with her business, how it's going and exactly what she does, because she's got a very unique story that I think a lot of you would find a lot of value in. So um, thank you for watching, guys. And then to Leah, thank you for coming on. Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time. For sure, Leah. Absolute pleasure. Um, so just to kick it off, if you want to give us that quick kind of intro of who you are, what you're doing with your agency, how it's going, and yeah, we'll just kick it off from there. Perfect. Um, well, I'm Leia, and um, I'm from Germany originally, and for the past, past five years, I have been living in the Netherlands, and now I help Dutch companies um, to find or to connect with their German audience, um, because there are a lot of Dutch companies um, that have German social media channels and then they have no one to fill them with content and also they always are looking for someone who speaks the language obviously and also knows the culture. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, straight off the bat there, Leah, like it's something quite different, right, than what most people yeah. are doing, you know. My agency, it's like we're English and we work with English clients, like that's how it works, whereas you're you're taking social media management and content creation as your service, but you've applied that in a very, very unique way. Um, so yeah. like, yeah, fill us in. Like what made you make that connection? Obviously you have the two languages, which would help you out. But um, yeah, was there anything that stood out to you that made you make that decision or where did they come from? Um, well, when I came here five years ago, um, I didn't really speak English. I didn't really speak Dutch. I didn't okay. speak Dutch at all, to be honest. Wow. Um, and then I came here for my for my bachelor mm -hmm. and all my friends were Dutch, like all of them. Um, and then we were speaking English in the beginning. That was quite hard. And mm -hmm. um, whenever I wasn't listening or they felt like I wasn't listening, they switched to Dutch. So I picked it up quite quickly okay, um, yes. to. Yeah, because I wanted to hang with them, obviously. Um, and then I learned it and I studied as well. In, in Dutch and then I got quite good at it and I was always looking work and I always wanted to do uh, a job that where I could apply my German knowledge mm. but I really didn't find anything that matched my skills and my interests uh, so I had like side hustles like I don't know working in an ice cream parlor or you know in retail yeah. um, but I was always Because someone said to me, why not? Why not starting, you know? What do you have to lose? So I thought, okay, why not? And I started. Um, yeah, and then I had my first clients uh, that I helped connecting 
with a German audience and that went quite well. So I thought, why not taking this to the next level and make my own agency? Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So like, again, you, you've taken, you know, what you knew, right? So you, yeah. you found what you knew, you applied that then very uniquely, you know, and I think that's really key, Leah, because, you know, a lot of people with SMMA will, they'll come to me or someone else and they'll say, okay, what's the best service? What's the best niche? Right. And they, they just want it to be handed to them, right? Of like, yeah, this service is better. Like, this exactly. is the answer. Yeah, yeah. This is what you have to do. Yeah. Whereas, like, I could do that and I could tell you what works for some people. But what you've done is you've done the research yourself. You applied, what do I know? What do I know a lot about? And where is there an opportunity? Which is super, super key. And again, I think that's why you've signed clients, right? You've been able to show them that, hey, this is unique because they're not getting pitched by, let's say like 10 other agencies saying the exact same thing. You're probably the only person going to them saying, hey, I can do this and move you into this other market. So uh, hats off to you. It's obviously super unique and it's working out for you. Yeah, because also there are companies that also offer social media um, services, but most of them are not really as young as we are. Mm -hmm. uh, so they are older generations and this might not apply to every company because um, yeah. they are not only offering social media, they're also offering translations and SEO and like everything around mm -hmm. it, but not... Yeah. Uh, only social media management mm, yeah which again is is what we always talk about right it's one niche and one service yeah. and you can obviously see the value of that there um and that's a, that's a good point as well like i think in any industry right there's a lot of older agencies where it might look like it's saturated and there's a lot of competition but it doesn't mean it's completely out of bounds you know you can still go yeah. into that market and have success like you said if you were younger and you want to work with younger brands they're not going to be served by that older agency that doesn't really understand social trends doesn't understand True. tiktok instagram reels and all these new platforms and they're more just focused on the typical post a couple pieces on your social media per week do a story if you have time and, and leave it at that so um yeah 100 good stuff and like when it came to starting the agency then like when exactly did you start your agency were you freelancing before the agency and did you have any kind of previous marketing experience to help you out or did you just start from scratch? I just started from scratch. I nice. just uh, <laughs> had the idea and then two weeks later um, I signed my my company. Boom. So it two was weeks. really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and I think that I, I wanted to ask that question there because like a lot of people do think that you need a ton of marketing experience, right? They think you need to um like have done it before whether that's like interned in a company or you didn't like even just a trial with a company where you've had this marketing experience whereas you don't really of course it will help you if you do but you can start and you can literally get it off the ground very very quickly if you apply the right things um yeah. and so like getting that first client for you Leah, like what was the the thing that worked for you was it instagram outreach was it like cold email or what did you use um, for me, the networking works really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. I used LinkedIn in the beginning very much, um, because I don't know, it gives people and companies, um, immediately like a background of you mm -hmm. because they see who you are, who you work for, what you have done in the past. Um, so before they 
see anything of you or get to know you they already know like they get a how to say like like a, uh, a good understanding right of who yeah. you are yeah and that worked very well and um besides the um outreach mm -hmm. i'm also trying to connect to people in the real world like people who already help companies um dutch companies mm -hmm. to um expand to germany for example uh, in retail or something like that so they might know people who need someone mm, yeah. for social media you know like via via mm -hmm. using the network and then i try to um have at least one meeting a week to uh to drink a coffee and then talk about business get to know each other so um I'm using offline and online um, cool. to to broaden the network and uh, yeah, find clients. Nice. Okay. Yeah, like that's definitely unique as well because I've never really done much offline. You know, it's not something <laughs> I have a lot of experience with, so I can't even talk about it. But um, yeah, like that. You know, it's it's just about finding what works. You know, there's there's no secret outreach message or outreach platform that works 100 of the time. You know, so offline can work, networking on LinkedIn, that can really, really work. Instagram can work, but so can everything else. And again, it's 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 all about, right, just finding what works for you and yeah. you, but also what you're offering. You know, so it's that you show up and you can do it every day, right? Because if you don't do it every day, you're not going to get anywhere. True. But also so that the market that you're trying to get into will actually see those messages, communicate back to you and be open to having those conversations. So, yeah, awesome. And like that. So for you, it was two weeks, right? So you started with all of this outreach, doing multiple different platforms. And then within two weeks, you got that first client. Oh, uh, that first client I also told you about. Mm -hmm. uh, that took me like a little bit longer. That was my first client when I was starting with my freelance mm. um, that I got via my network. But with outreach, it took me like, I don't know, three weeks, I think, or a month um, cool. okay. to, to get that one. And then also, it's very easy for me to charge higher prices because yes um if they would go to let's say company a wants uh, to fill their german platforms with content mm -hmm. they could easily go to a german agency but then they would they would have to translate everything to english and then the agency would have to translate everything from english to german and then yeah it's way more work and it's also difficult for them to to communicate in English, you know, because for none of them, it's their first language. And obviously English in Dutch is also not my first language, but I'm way more fluent in, uh, in Dutch than I am in yep. English. And then for them, it's very easy because they can communicate in their first language with me. Mm -hmm. And then I can just take that and, put, and translate it to German. And translated yeah, not yeah. only in terms of language but also in terms of culture because they are <laughs> huge differences sometimes i can imagine <laughs> because, yeah um they're so close and there are so many uh similarities between the countries and their mm -hmm. cultures but still um some things some holidays even are not mm. the same and then the culture is different and just you know um you need to know those things in order to to really connect with the with the audience yeah 100 100 if you're talking about a holiday you know that that happens in germany for the dutch market like it's it's probably not going to resonate right like some of them might know about it but probably such a such a small percentage so um yeah that's a good point you know and you definitely charge you definitely charge high prices for what you're doing and like 
I think one client you brought in was 1.3K euro, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, if we equate that to dollars for if anyone is watching this from the US, like that's like minimum 1.5K US. And again, this is just for, you know, this is for a, a service which mightn't seem that crazy of social media management and posting content, but it's because of the value, again, that Leia has put yeah. into this, that again, like you explained, you can charge these prices. If they were to do it themselves or do it with another agency or two agencies, because there's two markets, like it would cost 2K, 3K, yeah. even, even more. So absolutely love that as well, because, you know, again, it just means for scaling for you, it's going to be very easy right if you say okay i want to get to 5k a month 10k a month like you know you don't need 10 20 clients you will just need a, a lot of a, a just more of a i guess like a higher quality client rather yeah. than volume which can be sometimes easier when you've got something unique such as you do and so right think- now sorry Leah, is it two no, go ahead. or three clients that you have at the moment um I have two clients and then um, probably starting in September with a new one. Um, so that's very good, but it's still very hard to, to find those companies um, mm-hmm. because I cannot just randomly reach out to any business that I find online <laughs> um, yeah. because um, even if they have German channels, mm-hmm. um, either they are filled Mm-hmm. with content already and then it's really hard for me to to know like who's working on that and you know of course yeah yeah and then i have to find is this a dutch company or is it a german company and so this is still really hard to to uh yeah they're hard to find i think yeah yeah i get you this is sense. why i also read this is why i also use the the offline networking mm, yeah. uh, theory because uh, then I know people who already work with Dutch companies that are trying to operate in the German market, you know, yeah. um, that are offering services already. And then it would be handy if they know, if they would know someone who is doing social media at a certain point. So this is where I step in then. For sure. For sure. Like that your in-person meeting, although it might be like 30 minutes, is probably like a good use of your time, like you're saying, because you have to qualify your clients very much, like very vigorously before you reach out um, yeah. which again I think that's something to note you know so if anyone's watching this and you're you're doing outreach you know there's often two scenarios right there's my agency scenario where it's you know we're, we're slightly specialized in what we do but we can be mass market we can just yeah. go to a hashtag on Instagram and just message page after page after page we don't have to dig too deep we just have to look at some surface level um metrics right do they have 20k followers if they do okay they're not going to be a good fit for us if they have 50 100 150 okay it's going to be a good fit but yours is slightly different there's more work that you've got to do which just means that your outreach is going to be slightly different it's more about the quality less about the quantity and again it's about knowing what works for you because if you went in with the approach of i'm just going to dm 100 businesses a day like you mightn't even have a client you might have just one client because it wouldn't be the right type of outreach for that market and what you offer so um it's good that you've realized that and you're you're actually doubling down on that and you're not trying to you're not trying to go out there and go with the mass market approach because you know it might not actually work yeah i think another um difference between our agencies is that for you it's very easy to find uh hires to hire someone Mm, yeah which is also um because at the moment i can do still everything by myself 
but I have already taken one or two looks on the internet and it's very hard to find people with the same skill set. So, um, because they have to speak German, obviously very, very well, um, preferably native speaker. And then I have to find someone who speaks Dutch well enough to translate everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I think uh, that... I think with that Leo, as well, like I think I think where you're gonna hire is you're not gonna hire someone who's gonna do it all. You're gonna hire someone that does bits and pieces. So yeah. you're gonna let's say, for example, you're gonna hire someone that's a graphic designer. And so the graphic designer doesn't need to know either of the languages. You just basically assign all of the content to them. So you say, Hey John, here's design number one. Here's what it should kind of look like. Here's a rough idea. And here's all of the text that you need. And you just copy it over to them. So I think how you're going to be hiring is going to be slightly different where it's more about, you might have a copywriter, you might have a graphic designer, and then you might have a social media manager. And there are three different people where you're pretty much going to like set the strategy and hand everything to them. And they'll just yeah. do the bits and pieces and then hand it back to you for the time being. So yeah. you probably will still be involved to an extent. Um, and that's kind of just so you know, Leah, that's how we do it with a lot of our graphic designers. Like a lot of our graphic designers are not fluent English speakers, whereas our clients are. So we, we have to basically say to them, this is the text that we need. And we give them the exact text. That way we know there's like no issues. It, it can't go wrong. They literally just copy what we've given to them. So um, yeah. Yeah, that's something we'll definitely cover in a bit more detail with you, but um, that I think will be that first hire for you. Yeah, I was also thinking of something like that. Also, maybe a virtual assistant or, mm-hmm. as you said, a social media manager. But then also um, it's going to be interesting with the prices because uh, I know that others are also hiring from the Philippines or something because they yeah. are quite cheap, So, yeah. which makes it very easy to uh, have a high profit margin which makes it difficult for me because probably they're going at least charging, I don't know, 20 to 30 euros an hour. Mm, so yeah. It's going to yeah. be uh, spicy. Spicy. <laughs> spicy is the word. Spicy is the word. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I think like that, if you have a copywriter, yes, you're going to be paying slightly more. <laughs> um, a graphic designer, you'll be, you'll be okay. You'll be able to find someone for yeah. like three to $5 definitely video editor the same thing but um anyone who needs like the written skills or like the fluency skills they're going to be slightly more expensive but again you do have higher prices so you probably will be able to uh, hire those people and still have a really really good margin as well you know so it's all about just playing around with those numbers um and finding what margin you think will work and if you need to increase your prices you just increase the prices and what I also learned from you, it's about the systems and if I have them in place and everything is well organized and structured and planned, you know, that will make it very easy for them to work within that time and mm. I will pay them. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going for at least. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, like a big thing as well with your first few hires like that, Leah, is it's going to be, like you said, having the systems, but also having yeah. that kind of agreement with them of like, you know, when you're working on client number one, you, there's a certain amount of time that you're going to spend. And so obviously, if they spend an extra hour per month, cool, no worries. But if they're spending an extra 10 hours, you know, you're just going to have that conversation and say, hey, look, we need to dial it back down a little bit just because as a company, we need to look at our margins and make sure that it all lines up the way it should be lining up. So, um, you know, it's just about keeping an eye on things that way as well, monitoring yeah. it and making sure it doesn't get out of hand. Right. 
cool so like definitely exciting things um you know making that first hire is very scary i would say <laughs> that's the only way to put it it's tough but again as long as you have systematized as much as you can it will be easier it's not going to be super easy but it will be easier <laughs> okay and also a question i wanted to run by you Leah, was because obviously we do a lot of social media we do a lot of content creation and a lot of my students are also going to be doing that as well because i think most other agency owners do facebook ads paid advertising and that is the usual way of running an agency so when it comes to what you're doing so obviously you have this unique skill set right with the languages but when it comes to actually creating content posting content like what are you using do you use canva do you use later.com to schedule your content is there anything that helps you to do more as a social media manager that saves you time and all of that good stuff um i have all the adobe products um cool. they're great and i love them there are just so many options but um when i really have to create something simple i just uh, stick to canva yeah um, yeah it's so easy to use and mm -hmm. it's very very um yeah it's not you don't have to spend that much time on it mm -hmm. to make something look good um and then obviously later it's a great tool i use i started using flick ah, uh, okay. for hashtags for hashtags yeah yes and uh, i love it <laughs> so big nice. recommendation cool cool um, yeah i think that's it and the and the facebook business suite obviously um mm -hmm. if you know how to use it it saves you tons of time yeah and a uh, great tool so Definitely. i think that's are uh, the basic ones awesome and what i love about all of those yeah, apart from the adobe suite is that they're all free right later yeah. is free right if you post i think it's if you do 30 pieces of content for a client it's free yeah uh also canva is free obviously there's like a pro version which gives you way well, more but if you're a student it's also mm -hmm. free so oh, i did for not you, know it's that. also free yeah oh nice awesome and then what else did we mention canva later flick flick you obviously got to pay for but yeah. it's relatively cheap right maybe ten dollars a month uh i think it was like 200 pounds a year or something for three uh, okay. accounts yeah. and then it's like 70 euros extra for an account something okay. like that i'm, I'm not so yeah. sure but that's, that's pretty fine good though. that's pretty good yeah yeah if you I... have the if you have the, the the if the prices are high enough you can just cover that and also include it included in your services yeah yeah 100 100 and like that again it's it's those little things that will get you way better results so it's True. always worth paying for those things you know for the extra whatever it works out as like five ten dollars per client per month like yeah. it's a no-brainer to do it you know a lot of people Absolutely. when they're starting might be a little bit scared, right? About spending some money because you're making the money and you want to keep it all. But, you know, little bits of reinvestment back into your business really will help you. It'll just help keep more clients, which then makes you more money because you keep clients for longer and you get paid for a longer period of time. And even if it just saves you an hour a month, it's worth paying Absolutely. For. So awesome to hear that. And again, I think people get value from those tools because we don't really talk about them a lot. So um, last kind of thing I want to kind of touch on here, Leah, is more about mindset okay so mindset is obviously it's an interesting topic right some people hear Huge. it and they're like and some people hear it right and they're like bs don't even talk to me about it the other <laughs> half of people know that it is very very critical right and it is something that if you're not conscious or aware of your mindset 
it can go down a very, very bad path. So when it comes to running your business, whether that was just doing outreach, doing sales calls, actually talking with your clients day to day, delivering the work, is there any kind of practices that you have, whether that's you know mindfulness whether it's affirmations or if it's literally just you know being organized and on your shit so that you have everything dialed in um it's a good question (laughs) um when i started out um i was really struggling because i Mm -hmm. thought you know who am i why should i charge even money for what i'm offering you know i just started and um yeah just who am I to tell people mm-hmm. what to do? So I was really, really insecure. Um, but I learned that if I won't stand up for myself, nobody's going to do it. There's no, literally no one will stand up for you yeah. if you don't do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is something that motivates me. Um, and I also try to meditate daily. Um, there are so many meditations for clarity, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, confidence, uh, being present, gratitude, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just um, always try to, to see the goal. Where do I want to stand? What is important in life to me? And I try to make that um, visible to me on a daily basis, you know, um, where do I want to stand in life? What do I mm-hmm. want to, to reach? Which, which goals do I want to reach? And um, yeah, try to, to keep that in mind and work for that. Um, and also, to be honest, what helped me a lot are the coaching calls weekly. I'm nice. not attending them <laughs> weekly. Uh, sometimes I have stuff to do or I'm just working. Um, mm-hmm. But still, it, it helps to, to stay motivated and also... Um, because sometimes you don't even know that you're struggling with, with, with something until yeah. someone else brings it up. And you're like, oh, yeah, right. I was also asking myself the same question or, yeah. you know, so uh, that helped me a lot and still helps me. Good, good, good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Nice. So okay. I think that's it. Yeah. That's some solid stuff right there. You know, you looked at <laughs> imposter syndrome, which yeah. I would say... of people have, I had the exact same thoughts as you of like, who am I? Why would someone trust me with their money? Like, why would a business pay me? I couldn't even understand that. And like you said, it's only until you make that realization of nobody's going to do it for me. Simple as. So so if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. So if I really want it, I'm going to have to make it happen. I'm going to have to put on my my big boy pants or my big girl pants and say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to hop on a call with a business. I'm going to ask them some questions and if they're a good fit awesome cool if they're not what harm you know it's just another conversation that I had so um yeah it's also when I started last year someone said to me what do you have to lose and this is also something that stuck to me like what do you have to lose if you um message a company maybe Mm. they say no but so what you know there's nothing yeah like what's gonna happen that's it and nothing right like nothing bad ever comes from it so yeah Yeah, and I I think it's a good one just to to end on that because so many people do have that doubt I had it you had it probably everyone who's in my program has had that same doubt of like why would someone pay me why can I do this 
And why isn't everyone else doing this? And it's, it's of that simple reason of most people are scared. Most people yeah. have those doubts, but they don't act on those doubts. So um, yeah, great to hear that. Like you went through it as well. It's not just me, right? It's, it's, it's all no. of us, but then you were <laughs> yeah. able to get over that as well. Um, and also meditation, again, great point. You know, I think most people in the program would probably do some meditation here and there because obviously we do talk about it and we, you know, we look at how it actually can be very beneficial for business. It doesn't have to be just beneficial for your happiness or your fulfillment. It can actually help with the business as well, because how you show up is how your business shows. So if you ain't showing up, your business probably won't be showing up too. So, um, cool. Leah, thank you for coming on. Um, I know we have to cut it short here because, um, I know you have to hop off and I've got something in a few minutes, but um, again, I think there was a lot of value in that. I hope people do extract the value from it, from just even the little things you said, such as, you know, that unique way of finding your industry that gives you this leverage to charge higher prices and work with a, a higher tier or a higher quality of clients as well. Um, and yeah, finally, I guess, you know, if anybody wants to connect with Leah, um, you know, you've got your Instagram and you've got your LinkedIn, which I'll drop yeah. in the mm-hmm. description or the show notes on this. So yeah, if you want to check in with her, ask her some questions, get her advice, or even just to see what she's doing with her agency and, you know, see what's going on there, definitely connect with her. Um, as you would have heard, Leah's big on networking, so she definitely won't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, everyone can just uh, message me and, uh, yeah. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. Leah, thanks to you too. And um, yeah, I hope you have a good rest of your day. And that is a wrap, ladies and gents. Now, I hope you got some value from that episode. If you did enjoy the podcast, do make sure to tag me in your Instagram stories and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're using. I would really appreciate some feedback. Now, if you want to learn more about my mentorship program and how it can help you start making some money online, you can head on over to the show notes or you can DM me on Instagram and I will shoot you over all of the details. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you very soon.